Hi friends, I'm Heather Erickson with The Kara Project. I'm excited to be walking through with you today on the parable of the Great Feast, which is found in Luke 14, verses 15 through 24. This is probably one of my favorite parables. Uh, it's all about Jesus welcoming people to the, the banquet table, all people. Um, but before I give the story away and get into too much into detail, why don't we dive in by first understanding and asking ourselves the question, who's Jesus talking to? Who's he telling this parable to? Uh, what I love about this is that he's actually sitting at a Pharisee's house, um, a prominent Pharisee's house, having a banquet. So he's at this nice dinner, um, and, and then somebody in the middle of the party decides to yell out, blessed is the one who will eat at the feast of the kingdom of God. And the first question is, what's the kingdom of God? Well, the kingdom of God, or kingdom of heaven as it's often referred to, is the time uh, in the future when God would bring heaven to earth. It was the, it was the idea of, of what heaven would be, and so Jesus is communicating being in the presence of God as this kingdom of God or the kingdom of heaven. And that's synonymous. The word heaven and God um, are, are synonymous when, he, when he's talking about this. So if you add the feast into it, which is mentioned throughout the Bible, Isaiah, Revelation, all talks about this feast. The, the couple things we know about it is there would be wine and meat and abundance of food, which is my favorite part. Uh, it also had a lot of honored guests there, like Abraham and Isaac and Jacob. So as we start to understand our Pharisees and the idea that they want to be at this kingdom of, um, of heaven, but as the, at this feast, they're also in their minds likely thinking that they're gonna be an honored guest at this banquet because of all the things that they've done throughout their entire life to keep up with the law and to be able to, to show themselves worthy. And that's when Jesus whips out the parable and starts talking about it, which is just Jesus's way of helping communicate an idea that they might be able to, to grasp um, in a different way. So he starts out the parable talking about a man who's hosting a banquet. He uh, goes to his servant and, and at the time of the banquet, when it was all ready, he sent his servant out. Now stop. When I host a banquet party, dinner party, whatever, I'll usually send one invitation, send it out, tell people the date and the time, and then they come. But in the historical sense of where, where, where Jesus was living, um, it took a long time to create the banquet and the food and all the accoutrements that would go along with a party like this. So they would tell people that a party was coming. They'd tell them the first invitation. They'd send one out and say, hey, everybody, we're going to have a party. Second invitation would be when the banquet was ready. They would get everything assembled, and then they'd send the servants out and say, come and, and join us for the banquet. So what's interesting about the, the banquet itself is that anybody that was invited was considered honored. Like it was a social status to have been invited to a party like this or, and to be at a banquet. So nobody would refuse, which is probably what threw the Pharisees off the most when they started to hear Jesus's story because he throws a twist in, which is what Jesus always does. And that's what makes his parables so great. So he starts to, uh, the servant goes out, starts to attract these people and ask them to come to the party. And all of them start giving these really absurd excuses. I have, um, I just got oxen and bought it, but I must go see it. I have just bought yoke of oxen and I'm on my way to try them out. And I, I just got married, so I can't come. Now, you may not know the historical context of this, but even probably to anyone's ears, it sounds a little bit crazy to think that you'd buy land without seeing it or you would buy oxen without trying it out. Or if you were getting married, I'm pretty sure you don't have anything else in your plans but that marriage that you are planning. So there's no way that these people would have accepted the invitations or some of the excuses that they made were just so absurd that to the Pharisees, it would have sounded crazy. But that's what Jesus was trying to do. He was trying to show how crazy or absurd it would be for you to decline an invitation to the kingdom of heaven. Isn't that great? So he goes on and, um, and, and the servant comes back 
with very little people and it, there's all this food in abundance created. And so the, the, the banquet master sends the servant back out and says, go to the poor and the lame and go and collect them and bring them in. So the servant goes and, and grabs more people and comes back, but there's still not a full banquet. So he gets, the servant gets sent out again to the far highways and the hedges. That means like in the dark places, in the, in, in, anywhere, all people are welcome. And that's where Jesus starts to try to make a connection for these Pharisees of the banquet, of the, the feast that God is preparing for us isn't for the elite. Isn't, in fact, some of the elite are going to say no to it. Some of them aren't, aren't going to accept the invitation. But to everyone, the poor, the lame, the sick, the dark, the, the, the ones that are in the dark paths that, that have a, a feeling of no hope, they're the ones that are going to have an invitation. And hopefully they will accept even though some of the poor people within our parable um, felt, would have felt ashamed to even enter the door of the banquet because social status would have told them they, they weren't allowed to. But we have a God that allows. We have a God that is welcoming and we have a God that has invited us. And that's what makes this parable so exciting. It's an invitation for everyone, all of us. And Jesus articulates it so beautifully as he always does with twist plot endings and um, absurd ways of thinking about things that help us understand that God is a God who invites us to be at his table. I hope you enjoyed this parable as much as I did. Thank you and have a great day.